It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Out of Spec podcast. I'm your host, Jordan, joined by our friend Bryce Exley, a fellow Rivian owner and lover. And I think today is a perfect time to do an episode based exclusively on the Rivian R1T and what it's like to use for camping. Car camping is not a new thing, even truck camping. I mean, people have been building rigs on, you know, Tacomas and everything for a while now. But I wanted to pick your brain on your camping experience. Of course, I did some as well and made a video on it for Out of Spec Overlanding. Um, But first of all, yeah, tell me about your Rivian, I guess, which spec you have and how you've used it. Uh, so I have a forest green R1T with the mountain black interior. Um, it's a launch edition. Uh, there's a whole long story behind that, but, um, (laughs) yeah, I've got just a kind of standard spec, uh, with 20 inch wheels. Um, and then similar to Kyle, I have a max pack reserved as well as an R1S for my wife. Uh, we'll see if I get either of them, but that's, that's my current build. Nice. And how much have you taken it, I guess, camping or adventuring? I guess you can do kind of both, but what what's your camping experience with that? Um, I've done a little bit of overlanding till one of our, uh, one of the other guys in the Pacific Northwest region is broke uh, on day one of what was supposed to be a day two overlanding trip. Oh. <laughs> so we all decided to scrap it for day two because um, he was like the primary organizer. Um, yeah. And then I've done a couple of other trips uh, this summer since I've had mine of car camping. So I've done essentially, hey, get your spouse out into a campground um, so you can go hiking, a little bougie camping uh, to the we're out hanging out in the woods type of stuff. Yeah. Nice. And with camping in the Rivian, like what what was your method? What gear did you have to use? Um, how did that work? So... Um, 
in contrast to your camping experience that I've seen of <laughs> toss, a, toss a tent in the bed, uh, which I think could actually work out pretty well. And I'm to some extent a little jealous of not doing that in general. Um, I've got an over the bed tent that I pull out. Um, my wife and I spent a little bit of time trying to figure out uh, if we want to do that. She decided she'd be much more comfortable camping over bed instead of every time you go out and camp camp on the ground and she has this fear of like a cougar coming out and like jumping through <laughs> the tent and attacking you yeah uh, so i've got that and then i shove essentially everything else inside the bed or the gear tunnel or the trunk um and there's yeah. a ton of crap you can fill in um yeah yeah, there's so much storage on that truck, which that was something I did for my actual camp video. I'll see if I can pull it up for our visual listeners. Um, but I, as for part of it, I kind of walked through all the storage capacities and options for it because it is, yeah, the gear tunnel is super useful. Of course, if you have the camp kitchen, which literally has camp in the word, then that takes up the whole gear tunnel. But Otherwise, it stores a lot of things. Of course, the frunk is pretty substantially sized. And um, in my case, those are really beneficial because I did use the bed for the tent. But um, if you have a tent over the bed, then yeah, then you have the whole bed as well with the tonneau cover uh, for better or for worse. It's not necessarily waterproof or anything like that, but it can still store a lot of things in it. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's quite the camping capable rig. Um, and then I mentioned in my video, I was a little. The only frustration was there was like literally no exactly flat place. Like there's a bunch of almost flat spots, so I just kind of camped at an angle. And then a few weeks later, Rivian was like, "Hey, you know that air suspension we have on all of our trucks? Well, there's camp mode, which is funny because for a Tesla, camp mode means you know set the temperature and leave it, put a little." fire on the screen but the rivian the camp mode is like very practical like truck leveling which is perfect for a bed whether you do the tent in the bed like i did or a tent over the bed because um, either way really it should be pretty lateral um i don't know if you were able to park at a perfectly flat spot but i guess enough people complained so um <laughs> the overlanding trip i did uh was interesting it was the weekend that that came out mm -hmm. um and so we had four Rivians out at the same time, one of which happened to have the um, upgrade or the OTA. The others did not. Um, so the three of us had to actually find like a good flat camp spot. And we happened to be in one anyway. The fourth that had the OTA by the time we were camping was the one that had a failure. His <laughs> uh, front air suspension died on him essentially. And so he was driving around with the wheels and the bumper for the last like 15 miles of the trip um, wow. that way. That's dramatic, which that, that leads me to my thought of, I wonder how resilient that system is for that type of use case. Not that it has failed because of that, obviously, but um, if someone was to camp a lot and use that in even some extreme circumstances, like I wonder how long it would last uh, under Thank those loads. I can't imagine it's that hard on it. Like mm -hmm. you're driving around that truck, especially when it first came out is like adjusting itself constantly. Yeah. How many okay. times you actually go camping and make it go up and down in uh, yeah. the number of cycles is pretty minimal. Um, yeah. His specifically was he had a, a valve leak in the front suspension. Apparently there's somehow a disconnect between front and back. 
Hmm. Uh, but I had the same question, like when it, like, is this a coincidence that you, the first, like right after you turned <laughs> off ant mode, it fails on you? Yeah. I was hopeful it was a software issue on them and turned out it was not, but. Gotcha. Yeah. But yeah, how, I guess, how have you guys found the truck in general, just as a Rivian owner? I mean, you had it for a little while now? Since May. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I love it. I mean, it's, you're not going to find a ton of people who don't when they have it unless they like want a bigger truck. And I like, I don't want a bigger one. I had an F-150 reservation and I gave it to a friend. Um, cause I didn't want a truck that size. I wanted something maneuverable that I could get off road. Um, yeah. Some minor nitpicks here and there. My actual build, like I have a number like 1400 VIN and I've had essentially no real issues. That's good. Um, with it, and I'm, I look at other people, I'm like, okay, am I just really lucky, or <laughs> just amplification online? But no, it's it's a blast, especially for camping, getting off road, like carve up canyon roads, get off in the dirt, and crank up the suspension and have fun. It's quite unique, obviously. Yeah, it's it's so perfect for so many things. Um, I didn't really take it anywhere crazy remote, um, just fun dirt roads to get where I went which I essentially camped like outside of a house, which was kind of funny. Um, so not really roughing it and <laughs> had a bathroom really close by, but it does have a lot of potential and I kind of see all the perfect camping components of it, such as the, like the, the Bluetooth speaker, the Rivian camp speaker, as they call it, they really throw camp in all sorts of terminologies. Um, but for my video, I actually, I actually did a, a comparison so for those of you who want to go watch it um like i did a comparison of the rivian camp speaker versus the apple home pod because a lot of people make that comparison um but just in general like compared to a lot of different like logitech ue boom or anything like that it's a solid speaker it has a lantern it is a dim lantern but if you're camping genuinely in like really 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 dark places i think it'd be perfect um <clears throat> so i actually did my first real car camping last weekend in a model y and it was intentionally like in Monarch Pass, which is in Colorado, one of those spots where you can see the light pollution map and it's literally black. There is nothing. Mm -hmm. And at that point, like we got there at like 11 p.m. So it was genuinely pitch black. I was like, wow, the Rivian camp speaker lantern would be so perfect. And if I had the Rivian flashlight, the thousand lumen thing, it would have been insanely bright there too. Um, but the stars were super great. Um, but yeah, just like filling up the frunk with ice and beverages is a fun concept because it does have a drain and the gear tunnel would actually kind of work as a bed in a pinch. I was able to like fit myself in there, although I feel pretty claustrophobic. Um, but just having the gear tunnel sides full down, like that's a convenient bench to have for putting on gear or shoes or whatever. That's kind of a I showcase. Use, I use that so much more than I would have thought I would. Like yeah. I kind of thought the gear tunnel would be a little like just gimmicky for me. Yeah. Um, and I might toss my snowboard in or something. And I, honestly, what I was looking for forward to it is gearing up for snowboarding or skiing and putting your boots on and you're not doing the like awkward, like outside the car, half inside thing. Yep. So that was my use case for sitting on the gear tunnel, but I use it going hiking and sitting on the door and shoving dirty shoes in all that stuff. But um, yeah, the funny you mentioned the light on the, lantern or a camp speaker it is so like it's useless <laughs> unless you're in like pitch black so because there's two reasons and i was playing with it actually this weekend when we were camping is mm -hmm. 
um, A, it's really, really dim, like you said. Yeah. Like I had it sitting on a picnic table with four of us in a campground with no lights around. And it's like, it lights up six inches around the lantern. <laughs> um, and then I went and sat it in the grass and it's at grass level. Yeah. So unless useless. you have a hard spot to sit it on that it's flat enough, it, there's no value in it, even with a lighter, a brighter light. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, that I think could use a redesign personally, but they're, um, the, the, what do they call them? The floodlights with their camp mode yeah. in the side uh, mirrors is actually pretty handy, especially if you fold your mirrors in. Yeah. Uh, you can light up a good amount of room with those without being too obnoxious. Yeah. Yeah. Those are really nifty. And that that's one way the F-150 Lightning does beat the Rivian is it's like external lighting, but it's also just not as camp focused. And <clears throat> I mean, it has a lot of the sim- similar features, but I think the Rivian really embodies the adventurousness um but it's funny the camp speaker like if you read the rivian owner's manual which who does that but it'll tell you the the battery level of the camp speaker like the battery life of the camp speaker at 100 percent and 50 percent brightness which is funny because you can't set it to 50 percent brightness it does 160 30 zero um so i thought that was really funny (laughs) easter egg i guess unless they passed it by now um, but you're right at even at full bright, which is funny that that has dimmable brightness because at full brightness, it's too dim. Like you said, yeah. I'd love to see what they do with a second generation version, maybe with better audio syncing. And I had issues with using the lantern, um, without the phone being properly paired to it. Like you'd think the lantern would just work no matter what. And the phone pairing would be for the audio, but my lantern, which may have just been an issue with ours won't actually work unless it's properly paired to the phone ready to play audio, which was kind of strange. So I don't know. It could also be that's, that's entirely software potential because it's, it can be finicky. Uh, Yeah. I've had other software glitches as well. So I'm not attributing it to the lantern design itself. The other thing that would be handy with it, that I think is on the roadmap, I think um, is being able to, use it as like a fifth speaker for the car or something where you're not having to repair from the car to your speaker. Yeah. That was like originally pitched. I thought like, I thought I saw an ad for it or in some manner from Rivian's social media or something. And then it never actually happened, which I guess they could still be working on it. Um, but that would be really nifty to have kind of truck audio and speaker audio is like tertiary. So we'll yeah. see. That's the beauty of OTA is a lot of things can be done and brought to life in the future, such as the camp leveling of the suspension. Um, I have actually also camped in the cab of the Rivian. That was a lot less comfortable. Uh, (laughs) done it. I, we drove it up Pikes peak, um, and for the race and basically parked at the top waiting for the race to start. So I slept for like four hours in the back seat. It was terrible. Um, but the cabin stayed at a great temperature and, (laughs) but we were also at such a weird angle. Um, so the leveling may have helped there as well, but yeah, I guess I'll, I'll show for those who haven't seen the video, how I set up the tent in my case. Um, my roommates really outdoorsy and had a tent that I could just borrow. And it was the perfect dimension of the bed, like literally down to like the inch. Um, so I just assembled it outside and then plopped it right in and it was, yeah, pretty much beyond perfect. But the challenge is getting into the tent, I guess, because it's side access 
and the side is covered up by part of like I guess the sides of the bed itself on the Rivian. So I was still able to squeeze in there, obviously, but it wasn't super easy. <laughs> I, want a, I want a video of that, like Kyle crawling out of the leaf. I want you crawling into the tent. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think I had an actual clip of that, but I wish I wish I did. Um, but it definitely was... publish it because that was like question number one my wife my wife had when she was watching this. She's like, "How do you get in?" <laughs> yeah, it was it was fun, but we also. I made some coffee. I mean, like the Rivian's got out an outlet in the gear tunnel, which was nifty. So it's, it's really prepped for all sorts of, I guess, camping. Um, even if you're not super hardcore, but the, um, and to that end, like the electronics and just being able to plug into it. And the same with the F-150 and other vehicles, but being able to grab like an induction stove that's 60 bucks and an espresso and, you essentially have an at-home kitchen. Yeah. Whatever you want, just sticking on the tailgate. Yeah. Even without the camp kitchen, we were able to cook, I mean, in this case, eggs on a griddle and toast on the back yeah, exactly. and just plug into the outlets on the bed. I definitely wish there were outlets in the front because there's none, right? I don't think. Um, there's a 12-volt. Um, I think that's one of the now two 12-volt spots in it because uh, they removed the 12-volt from the front for the newer builds as well. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's pretty solid. There's a few things I would maybe improve, but one of them they already improved with the leveling itself. So I think it's a camping beast. But having camped car camped in the the Model Y, I now think the R1S would truly be the perfect setup, depending on how flat everything is once the back seats are all fold out. I haven't really looked at that, but it having a like, do they do they have a camp mode officially yet for, like, having climate control consistent all night? Or I guess you can just leave the truck on, but sometimes they have auto shut off. I don't know if that's a thing yet, but I imagine they'll want to bring it. <laughs> you, you could use pet mode. Oh, um, that's right. Okay. I don't know if pet mode would time out eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, camp mode has the lights, um, outlets, and then it, you can force it to go to, like, do a deep sleep. And turn off the, all the screens as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think they have a forced climate control, but I, yeah, that seems really obvious with the R1S and sure it will be something they'll add to it. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's, that's what I could picture. I, I think I'm definitely an R1T person at heart, but you know, maybe in your case, the, the two car solution is the R1T and the R1S. And then that's the perfect family garage right there. <laughs> yeah. That the S would be like a commuter car and like a road trip one for us. I'm, yeah. Hoping I can delay our S reservation long enough to get um, like a dual motor, even though I have a pre-March first pricing. Because yeah. I, my biggest complaints with the truck are that it's not 800 volts, and I keep running into subpar chargers throttling mm-hmm. amperage on me, and it takes longer than you want to road trip. And then um, we would get like the 21 inch wheels in the R1S to extend the range a little bit. Just yeah. basically my wife ends up being impatient on road trips and she doesn't need to go <laughs> off road so she can get the yeah. longer wheels. No, that's that's a good good combo. Why why pick one? But yeah, that'd be that'd be awesome. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully they do have some sort of camp mode or extended pet mode, whatever, whatever you need. But that would be I'm pretty smitten with the whole idea at this point. It's just so easy to I mean tents are fun, but like not needing a tent is like 
super easy unless you have the one already like ready to just unfold on top of yeah. the bed. Yeah, and that's like that's what I have with the rooftop yeah. tent over the bed. And um, a bunch of people have just decided to hoist those in the garage, drop it down with the crossbars on it, and you can Very get cool. set up really quickly. Nice. Um, I'm a little torn over like car camping with the R1S versus with the truck. Because mm -hmm. if you do it with the R1S, then you have to like haul all of your crap out of yeah. the SUV in order to sleep in it. <laughs> Where you, know, you have to put the tent on, but then you can keep everything yep. in the truck. So it just kind of depends on which you prefer more from a yeah. packing unpacking standpoint. Yeah, exactly. If you're light enough, just put it in the front of the R1S. But otherwise, you're right. The R1T has all that storage stuff. So, but yeah, that's, I mean, that's a good quick deep dive, uh, for lack of a better term, on our Rivian camping. And um, it's cool to see you've had good experiences and I mean, hopefully you don't run into any suspension issues or anything. It sounds like your truck's been solid regardless of being an early VIN. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, my, my Tano is still working surprisingly. Wow. Okay. It's yeah. not like, I know you guys have mentioned that it's not waterproof. It's not waterproof, but it doesn't really leak like in, in regular rain environments much. Mm -hmm. The one yeah. thing that does happen, especially when you're camping is it fills up with dust Mm. And I don't think that's the tonneau related at all. I yeah. think it's coming up under the back from the tailgate. Okay. Yep. That's definitely possible. Yeah. Yeah. It'll make me, I'm just super curious what they'll do with the R2T or whatever they call the second generation, because the first one, even though some people have had some issues and there's been a few quirks here and there for a first product from a new company, I'm blown away. And so I'm excited to see what comes in the future with their adventure minded vehicles um, and just how much more adventurous they keep making them. So yeah, if you want a Cherokee, that's like a Rivian, <laughs> I'm guessing that's what it ends up at, right? It's like something yeah. Cherokee or that size. Yep. It could be pretty awesome, especially if you can do it, but I don't know, like some of the, the specialness, specialness, uh, some of how special the R1 is, is because the air suspension, like, to, are they able to bring that down market? I kind of doubt it. Yeah. Same with the quad motors. Um, yeah. But they have an attention to detail, though, that's at least I appreciate a lot. It's, it's pretty rare. Like, it's charge. There's, I think the Lucid's the only other car that's like, hey, the charger's slowing me down that yeah. I can think of. Um, yeah. We've got a lot of little things like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. So, yeah, if anyone in the audience has recommendations for camping, experiences throw them in the comments below or if you have questions on things you're curious about maybe between the two of us we've experienced that so throw the comments down let us know what you think and thanks bryce for joining on this podcast and um, look forward to talking more rivian stuff in the future for sure thanks for having me Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.